Welcome to Holy Craze Podcast, your dose of holistic healing. Thank you for being here today, and I'm really excited for this episode because this talks about something or a spectrum that I was in for quite some time that I have been doing it subconsciously and unconsciously for decades. And this is all about an episode why being negative is easier. So this rooted down to a story about how I was before and tell you how I came about into more positive thinking and more aligned way of living in honoring my birthright, which is my well-being and which is also joy and positive, dominantly positively thinking about who I am as a person, as a person and as being and as a soul in this lifetime. So this episode, I invite you to just be open to receive and take whatever resonates and leave what doesn't. I will be also giving you guys some key points that I've learned from multiple um, teachers and of course, the books that I've read throughout the years that have helped me open my eyes into positively thinking. And one of them, the very influential one that really grounded me into scientific principles that this is not only fantasy thinking of positive things. This is research-based and a lot of studies that was conducted and was proven. And her name is Marissa Peer. And I love her because she is an, a rapid transformational therapist. She has been conducting a lot of studies for the last 30 years, or she've had thousands of clients she have dealt with and helped with to change their mindset from thinking negatively profusely to positive. So today I would start by my past. I used to have a hyperthyroidism. And at that state of wellness, I am, I have a chronic illness. I'm in a constant dis-ease, meaning I am always disconnected. I'm always discouraged, disappointed, or most of the time I have a lot of energetic frequency of sadness and anger. But at that time, I didn't know I was full, I wasn't fully conscious. I wasn't fully aware of my current emotional vibrational alignment and what I always do is or my coping mechanisms is I have no ways or have a great practice or tools that I have with me to arm me with to consistently show up authentically I use things or substance like alcohol to make myself feel find that instant gratification of releasing my emotions through the use of substance. And sometimes I overwork myself to take my mind off into things that I am consistently ruminating negatively and to the point that I would get burned out thinking, oh, this is okay. I'm going to have more money if I do this, if I work so hard. And sometimes I instead of confronting my triggers, I would run away with it by how by not completely addressing them instead of fulfilling something inside me or giving me more love, I would seek another form of of numbing practice outside of me. Sometimes I would binge watch or at times I would actually play sports to the point that I would get so tired, but yes, that's great. 
I was able to distract myself from thinking. But when I sit still, that's where it all comes back. It's like nothing was released, nothing was fully debunked, nothing was fully acknowledged and loved or replaced, but it was just oppressed or put in a back burner. So I could go on and go on on my state of mindfulness back then. There was none. <laughs> and before even I was diagnosed, I was at the place, at a place where I'm on a policing game where I equate my worth into external factors or outside of me. I have so much fears of rejection, fears of not being heard, fears of failure, so many things. And talking about this in, in this state of awareness of positive form of thinking and love, I have no shame, guilt, or doubt by sharing this. Or in fact, I feel more empowered telling you guys how it felt back then. And comparing myself in the way I perceive life that I have to lie in order to be accepted because of the fears that I have created in my reality. Wow, right now, I am more discerned to who I am. I have more boundaries set that I choose peace and love more than anything. I am my own sovereign and regardless of who this person is or however the attachment of their identity with their ego is, it will never, I would say, I have more discern, discernment to who I am that this person won't derail my principle and my core worth and core beliefs and values about who I am, which is governed by peace and love and awareness of, who, of my sense of worth. So coming back to why is it so easy to be negative? These are all hardwired into us. For honestly, all of this civilization that we've had, we are all hardwired to be negative. To be negative in a way is to survive. So way back then on a cave times or stone age, most like we are all hardwired to survive or amplify our survival instincts. And back then, there is mental threat, of course, but it's not too heightened as to compare now. But back then, the most physical or the most dangerous thing that we are actually facing on those times is physical threat. Like, you know, the predators, the, the dangers of us being killed. So our brain is hardwired to keep us safe. So our brain is hardwired, have our space of awareness into be safe, have that calculated risk and inflict fear. Back then, it's like every move we have to be really, really cautious because we're trying to survive. We're, we're basically hardwired to fight or flee. And when when that state of awareness we are governed by logical thinking we are governed by physical the physical reality and we are governed by attaching our reality into what's going on in our external world and we didn't have that that time or awareness to go deeper within and mind you if you would look into the tribes back then the indigenous people 
They have that sacred rituals to go in to connect deep within their spiritual, spiritual wellness and spiritual guides. And so it's it's like dominantly we're all hardwired to survive to to find that state of safety or a place that we could be not in a danger zone compared to now. Yes, it's so different that we are not facing that much physical threat anymore. But the most dominant thing that we are facing is our mental awareness and mental threat to things that we perceive outside of us. And that's a huge work right there. And that's why it's so easy to be negative. It's so easy to tell our brain to say things or create a reality that is based from fears. Why? Because back on the cave days, we are trying to control our safety or our environment to be safe. And that is passed on generations to generations and all of that. I still actually, if you would think about it as an immigrant, we, when we moved out here or it's just my dad might moved out here, his mindset is always on a survival instinct. So if you would see, if you would see that, if, if you would adapt that into this age, like our parents or my parents are always hardwired to find stability, safety. So I was wired or basically our, our generation was wired to have that stability, quote unquote, careers that would make us feel safe that we are guaranteed with future. So we're in a constant, constant worry of our future, finding things or career or attach our things, our worth into this ideas of the society that we have to perceive ourselves and identify ourselves with a career or how much money we are making or what do we look like or how skinny we are or how does our, our hair color look like? How how tall are you? How good are you with what skill you are doing? How how much flex you can give just to feed in the external validation to fit in into the society so we can feel like we belong. Why? Because there are two things. We're afraid to be rejected and we are so afraid not to be heard and seen. It's not physical threat anymore. It's mental perception. The wired thinking that we are not safe if we are rejected by the society. We are not safe if we don't have that stability being a doctor, being a nurse, being a great engineer, being in a tech world, having that six figures, a million dollar. We're not safe to live if we don't have those things. So if you would like compare to the cave times, <laughs> they're constantly worrying for any threat that they're going to face physically. All of the things outside of them, consistently worrying. Coming back to now, the present time, we're so programmed to find a safety net for us to meet our basic needs, which shelter, food, but they're all provided and available around us. But never once thought to even 
consider our mental health needs, which can absolutely break you free and liberate yourself from the ruminating thoughts of fear of rejection, of fear of not being heard and seen by the society or the people around you by just embodying you and understanding your centeredness. Because we are all hardwired to perceive that we have to to see ourselves from the perspective or from the lens of the external world outside of us. And mind you, the external forces that's going on outside of us, we don't have control over them. We don't have any, any ways of actually stopping what's happening outside of us. That's why... The mental part is the hardest thing right now, that state of awareness right now, to keep us aligned to who we are. That part is like, it's so easy to be negative. Why? Because outside of us, it's always negative. Outside of us, the society has so many, even when you watch news, there's a lot of negative things. It could You could easily get lost into that. If you go on a social media, if you see one thing that is negative, you could be, you could be in the rabbit hole of negativity because there's no sense of awareness. You have no sense of control internally. You have no sense of boundaries internally. You have no sense of security internally. Why? Because again, we are all wired to find that sense of security, safety outside of us from the egoistic perception of the world that we should or supposed to live in. Why? Again, it's because of the survival perception, instinct of our old ways or and now it's adapted into the environment that we are in is just more on a different perspective just more on a different dimension or dynamic is more on a mental threat and so if you if you think about it if you don't have any control of the situation what will your brain do it will either fight or flee it will fight to control the situation outside of you you will have that desperate energy you will get into that rabbit hole of ruminating thinking so many negative things, worrying about the future, where in fact, what matters most is now. Like just imagine someone asking them, it's so easy to actually visualize to be positive. And then right away, the person will contradict you into a negative thought that it's easier said than done. That's why I went through a whole lot of process of rewiring reprogramming and understanding why can I be positive for a day. I inquired consistently what is this emotion is telling me? What have I not given myself internally? The things that I truly need. What have I been giving outside of me in relation to controlling the things or the fears that I have inflicted myself with. If you think about it, if you attach this to law of attraction, we attract what we are. We 
attract whatever we feel we vibrationally match ourselves with. So if you're constantly thinking of negative thoughts, then you repel the truest desire that you wanted to manifest in life. You attract the same exact feelings, same exact thought that you think you're not worthy of receiving. Because it's easy to believe that we're not worthy of it rather than having it, right? It's so hard to be positive to consistently show up in the same alignment because internally we haven't fully addressed what we are feeling inside because we wired ourselves. We're so conditioned to feel fearful consistently that those fears are actually a created reality that we chose to be in, that we chose to align ourselves with we're being drawn to that like in a rabbit hole of negativity it's so easy because it's our it's it's a programming and if you think about it you can choose your own beliefs so when it came to the point where i realized wow these are the patterns that i have been doing for decades these are the, the perception that I've had for myself for decades. When I arrived from a place of awareness through meditation, through self-help books, I realized they all have the same concept of telling you to be self-aware. Because the only way to understand your, your, that there is something that you truly need within is by being aware. Being aware of what's going on within. By going inside of you. Because on the day of age or the, the cave age, we're always constantly worrying about our external world to survive. You can choose your beliefs, words, mindset that you can absolutely respond to these internal factors that you have free will to do so. And I mastered those things. I've done that consistently for the last five years. I've done some trial and error processing and hone in my ways of thinking every single day i inquire when i feel negative i don't bypass the negative emotion but i try to understand why is this emotion coming up the emotion that we attach in our reality could shift the way we perceive our lives especially the things outside of us it's so easy to get caught in the negativity of the world. It's so easy to get caught in the negative gossips, in, in, in the dramas that's going on in our lives. But we, it's, it's actually even easier to be positive, to choose what you are aligned and what you value most. Hence, this is why a lot of things that I always say, I I learned to unlearn things in my life. I had to unlearn the preconceived beliefs, the conditional things that I've received growing up, the perceptions that I thought was actually okay, but it's not serving me. A lot of those things are so hardwired that sometimes it's even hard to be discerned if it's your true nature or it's just something that that was taught to you. So there are all of this like research that could tell you that it's possible to instruct your brain to be positive. Fear is actually not a logical way of thinking. There could be a presented research about this, but it's all about Truly, it's all about the lack of control. That's why when you get triggered, you feel out of control 
of what you are perceiving at that moment. And when you get triggered, you react immediately in a state of survival instinct. It's like flight or flee, right? So that's where you couldn't beyond perceive the positive thinking because like I said we are all programmed to feel this way that we when we are presented with a reality that we are being in threat this is perception this is mental threat then our reaction could be either trigger flight or flee same thing as the old age flight or flee react instead of emotionally attach herself what's going on currently inquiring we don't we just flight or flee in alignment to surviving where in fact that situation is that we're not presented with physical threat it's just a reality that's being projected onto us it's why it's easier to choose negativity rather than positively thinking mindfully inquiring yourself understanding what this is what this emotion is teaching you simple right people would say this is too good to be true but mind you like i said i mastered this consistently the last five years i was in a spectrum of such pure negativity i was in a state of oh my gosh is is it really i can't even remember or the only times that I would understand positive thinking was when I was younger, I would spend time with family. I didn't even know what are my values are. But now when I look back into it, the things that I was really happy and positive was when I am aligned with the things that I value most. That is spending time with my family. That is probably going to the beach i love those times playing with my dogs back then those were the purest form of positive moments for me and that invoked positive reality and thinking in my life the times that i feel like even though i achieved a lot of of things in school when i present it to my mom i always feel that fear of rejection because i in a con i was in a constant pleasing game that action in itself from back then the reality that I inflicted myself with became a practice in my adulthood where i have to please a lot of people and show them and prove to them that i am worth it when i have xyz amount of certification when i have xyz amount of accomplishments house cars money all of these things to prove that i am worth it of being accepted in a society or in a group or a certain clique however it is in your external world that i was connecting with us that i was trying to belong arriving at that space of awareness i realized i was truly unhappy i wasn't pleasing myself i was more pleasing the people outside of me to see me to hear me that i exist I was proving people that I exist when I didn't even try to tell myself that I'm existing. I, I, I coexist. So a lot of that was because of the things that I, I, can, I was consistently programmed, the things that I wired myself, the fears, the fears that I've had for myself. So what are the things that you could do to actually change that? It's very simple. Try ob observational exercise. So let's say, for example, babies. When you observe babies on the plane, they are so pure that they just either cry when they're hungry. Babies don't even know that they are 
thousands and thousands of feet above the ground and not fearful of flying. But imagine that is, let's say, for example, I have this fear of when I um, rode my very first time on the plane, I was just so excited because I attached my emotions to, oh, I can see the heavens above. That was like the perception that I've had when it was my first time riding a plane. My perception of heavens was seeing the clouds. And it's so funny because now I don't even have any fears. Oh, what if you crash? Oh, what if things... Because I'm not... I didn't create that reality. I instructed my brain that it's good to ride a plane because I can see the clouds. I can see the view. I can see the sun. It's the closest. It's the closest thing that I could see myself with in heavens. Now that I'm looking back at it, it's so positive that I didn't inflict any fears of flying. So choosing an emotion and instructing your mind about that feeling you will absolutely experience a different idea of that reality that you just created so going back to the research as well that i just mentioned earlier there was this research about the placebo effect that they told two group of people that one let's say the other one is actually taking a sugar pill and it's going to save their lives and it completely changed their health state why because they gave the perception that the sugar pill that they're taking is going to change their life. So the method that was attached to that is actually lie, lie to your mind and choose, choose a better thought that you could perceive at that moment. And you can instruct your brain that it is absolutely possible to perceive a better, a positive thought that you could embody yourself with. Another one is, let's say, for example, here in San Francisco, there's a lot of like heroin addict or I don't know what kind of drugs that they're using, but there's a lot of bums who inject themselves. It's so easy for them to just inflict that needle or like stick it to their arms without perceiving any fear of the pain or of the needle. But if you think about it, some other people are so afraid getting vaccinated because of the needle. But these people who are substance or the substance that they're perceiving are the instant gratification that they're going to get from that drug or the emotions that they feel like they're going to get from it to numb their fears or to numb whatever they're going through inside. It's so easy for them to just inflict that substance with them. It's so easy to get drawn into finding things to numb yourself because for them, the needle is, is nothing. But it was the after effect of after effect of having that drug inside them, the feeling that they're going to get is what they're actually craving and perceiving. So it's so easy for them to just inject that drug inside. You see, everything is actually perception. Everything that we perceive that is aligned to surviving, to perceiving ourselves, to feel that emotion, that's how we instruct our brain. So the emotion part is super important to understand as well. And that's where self-awareness kicks in. What are the emotions that you are actually embodying? Are you even aware of your emotional state 
throughout the day. And hence, setting intentions is what I teach with my clients. Setting intentions daily. That's where you are going to be able to understand and control or regulate at least I could say the word, what you are feeling inside that you will not get derailed with the outside forces, with the forces that's outside of you. But you are more in tune with yourself, understanding what you're feeling. And then you can instruct your brain. You can lie, cheat, and steal the idea that you are in a positive reality. You can create that. Because Abraham Hicks would always tell her teachings, or Esther Hicks would always tell her teachings, that we deliberately create our own reality. And now this research that Marissa Peer has just said on her clients consistently, it's so easy for people to be negative. And then once you instantly tell them, you have been visualizing negativity in your life, most of your life. But when was the last time you visualized the positive things? Just sit in with that, right? So it's so easy to instruct our brain to be negative, yet we haven't even tapped into the positive side. Here goes so many tools, meditation. Here goes the books that has been presented to us that it's possible. But then again, constantly, there are so many ifs, what ifs that we base ourselves, that we identify ourselves with, just because it's so comfortable to be in that space of awareness. Why? Again, because we're so hardwired to be in that state of awareness. So it's safe to be negative because it was the old hardwired programming. Now, basically, we're trying to upgrade that to being positive. How? You can lie to your old software to say that, like, I understand that I am feeling this way, but honestly, say for example what you can do is by choosing the right words of saying let's say i can't do this i will be better next time or understanding like i i need to be this or i will work on it so there's a lot of like words that we can be mindful of telling ourselves so you can control outside forces again but you can regulate what you tell yourself daily you can choose the beliefs that will that's so aligned to who you are and i just want to tell you guys that you are always safe and bringing back to if you want another evidence that you can absolutely change your mindset that you can choose to actually shift it is like look at how the spiritual gurus who are so in tune with themselves that they have shifted completely their reality when was the last time ask yourself when was the last time you really honored positivity in your life when was the last time you didn't doubt yourself that you are worthy of being positive and feeling that joy and peace and love when was the last time you prioritized your peace when was the last time you prioritized your love for yourself what are the things that you have been doing daily to actually fuel yourself with positive things what are the things that you have been talking or gossiping about mostly? Are you talking mostly about negative things with people? Are you watching mostly dramas to that excites you or fueling your brain with constant negativity? 
what are the things so just like really taking inventory of your life right now because that's what i did i took inventory and most of it is negativity and most of it is not for me most of it is not pro cray it was more of be negative cray life is not life is always happening to you cray but now life is happening for me i am a deliberate creator of my own reality i am worthy and it's my birthright with this well-being it's my birthright to feel joyous it's my birthright to attract all sources of abundance in my life isn't that feel better doesn't that feel good to perceive things that when we are not in control of outside of of the things outside of us it's easier to step back it's easier to step away because people's perception you can never change people's perception you can only change you can only be responsible for your own reaction or your own emotional um, attachment towards that perception that's being projected onto you so remember the more you are aware of your patterns the easier for you to stop those things the more you are mindful about what the things that you say to yourself the easier for you to wire your brain into a better software and these things i teach my clients in in my group coaching program i am worthy group coaching program because we we all understood the wiring we all understood the root cause of this belief system that we've had we've all actually came to an inner child healing the things that it's so hard to even realize that we all wired ourselves from the moment we are we are actually growing up because when we're babies we're pure when we're growing up like seven years and younger we're pure so we received a lot of things that could possibly inherited by our parents that they know that the only that those things that they've taught us are the things that they only know how and that's not their fault and our responsibility now is to rewire ourselves unlearn those things that are no longer serving us and be responsible for our own emotional state of awareness and reaction and attachments towards the things that we are heading or the goals that we wanted to achieve in life because if you have that sense of regulation within you if you have that sense of attunement within you if you have that sense of connection with your inner guidance oh my gosh you're going to be liberated from the needless suffering of your ego the ego is the hardwired program that's so old beneath us that it's overriding the better software the upgrades of the new apple i could say all the features that you could tap into just imagine that imagine that you're probably operating in a motorola flip phone but where in fact the upgrade actually is already available for you you can use a different digital camera cinematic you can tap into that you can have the colored um view not the pixelate thing <laughs> or you can play different games or apps not the snake on your phone from your old nokia so just really really <laughs> seeing that from perspective you haven't tapped into your fullest potential yet because you are wiring yourself or or binding yourself putting walls on yourself with these negative things with these limited beliefs so if you're also that person who haven't stepped into your light this is a sign to really take inventory of what you have been dominantly thinking about yourself of what are the things that you have been actually showing up for yourself what are your whys of your showing up? what are your values so I just want to end it that way. I have so many things to say and I'm so passionate that I got to really do this. I'm really happy that I get to share what I believe is always truth to the collective. And I hope this has served you. And I'm so grateful that you're here for tuning in every single day with me. 
I always inspire to help the collective to even just one person who could realize that they're so worthy of this life, of this healing, of this positivity, of this beautiful, juicy abundance, other spectrum, other dimension of their well-being, which is your birthright. So thank you so much for being here today. My program of I Am Worthy Group Coaching Program is now open for you. Um, it's happening on March 22nd. And if it's too late for you and you're listening just to now past 22nd it's okay you can just be on my wait list because all of these things that i just talk about here we talk about that in that container i am looking forward to seeing you soon and if you wanted to work with me on coaching i synergize reiki healing energy healing to remove all of these blockages throughout your healing with me i have a one-on-one -on -one coaching it's an intimate journey it's a radical coaching with me for 16 weeks and if you want to be part of that journey feel called to apply i will give all of the information on the description below and i'm so looking forward to connect with you connect with me on instagram at holly crate you can really enjoy a lot of contents that we produce there and also videos of my clients who have shared how much positive things that they are now embodying so i'm looking forward to hearing from you soon tag me i would love to hear from you please rate this and subscribe on my channel download this if you're on spotify rate and comment what this what this episode have served you i would really really appreciate it. it's gonna reach more people who needs to hear this have a great day i'm so happy that you're here gratefully cray